The following opinions and ideas are that of the host and or contributors of the Eat This with Leanne podcast and are for purposes of general information and entertainment only and do not necessarily reflect the thoughts or ideas of the distributor. Broadcasting to the world from Insider Closet and high above the streets of Toronto, this is Eat This with Leanne. Here's your host, registered nutritionist, Leanne Philipson. What's in your glass, your cup, or your mug is under a bit more scrutiny of late. Who's asking? Why? Who right? wants to know what's in I my know. mug? I know. I know in the closet, Chris, you've got a mug sitting there, yep. and I never quite know what's in it. It could be clear. It could be dark. It could be just off, <laughs> clear, you know, and I'm talking about the booze kind of not thing. Not even the FBI knows what's in my mug. <laughs> no, absolutely not. You need that could be alcohol on the outside. I think I found a sticker and gave that to my daughter for her uh, water bottle. Because <laughs> she, she just turned 19. Yeah, that's coming from mom, the nutritionist. <laughs> mom of the year. Anyway, mom of the year. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, these headlines, these reports and guidelines that could instigate change in your liquid liquid consumption behavior, if you so feel inclined. And I guess it would depend on, you know, what is it and how much it affects your life. A recent headline that I came across asked if I'd like some plastics with your tea. Well, it was from a reputable source, actually, a report from McGill University in Montreal. So it did actually get my attention as a tea drinker of all different types of tea. Now, this past week here in Canada, alcohol consumption guidelines were updated after 11 years to two drinks a week for men and women. From two drinks a, a day, right? So it they, was, yeah, it was 15 drinks a week right. for men and 10 drinks a week for women to reduce these long-term health risks. Yeah, I mean, talk about flip the script. It definitely was like a worldwide thing. Some, Dr. Brockenjauer sent me a link from the bbc.co.uk. Like, what are you guys doing? It's like, that didn't even come from Canada. That's from the UK. Holy smoke. Maybe you're already on the dry January kick or on the sober curious bandwagon. I gotta find. I gotta figure out if that was from the New York Times that I found that uh, found that little uh, sound bite because yeah, I think there are people out there. I like that. I like the sober curious. Let's just try it out and see. You know, there are these amazing bottles, which are an increasing market for the alcohol-free drinks, not just your mocktails, but to ease that. Oh yeah, it's five o'clock somewhere kind of gin and tonic fix because it is a herbal. I'll call it drink, non-alcoholic that tastes like gin that you then mix with tonic and there's zero alcohol in it. If you want gin, drink gin for crying out loud. Just don't drink a lot of gin. 
Well, maybe if you are, let's say, sober curious or you're someone that either needs to avoid alcohol Mm. for past reasons, but you still want that drink. I mean, there's a market for it. So people are going to try it out. They're going to spend 45 bucks on this bottle of non-alcoholic stuff if you really want to have a go. I kind of just stopped at that point. (laughs) So maybe these guidelines detailing that having three to six drinks a week increase the risk of developing certain cancers and that seven drinks or more a week can increase the risk of your heart disease and stroke with the danger going up with each additional drink as you look for something a little more nutritious to sip. Hell, you could totally flip the script on this and help to reduce certain cancers, the risk and the chance of heart disease and stroke by what you choose to fill your glass, your cup, or your mug with. Now, mm, these additions to your daily drinks are purposeful and offer more zing per mouthful than the fancy pants coffee or traditional milk first cup of Earl Grey, darling. But what you could add to your drinks, what you could spike your daily drink with, could this up your nutrition game? Hmm. Well, today on Eat This with Leanne, let's talk about some cleaner drinks with a boost with someone who knows a thing or two about how to use her own products, Giddyo, to healthify the contents of your mug, your travel cup, or your glass of your either your cup of joe or your staple smoothie and beyond. Now, drinks of any kind offer a certain taste, a purpose that maybe they're comforting, there's enjoyment in it or some sort of pleasure, but they also have a certain mouthfeel to them, which offers some satisfaction. There's a warmth to your hot drinks, a bitterness to your coffee or herbal something, some subtle tastes to tea. There's the effervescence of your carbonated drinks and, of course, the sweetness from your non-alcoholic fatty liver disease-inducing high-fructose corn syrup, typical can of pop, or the take something to takes a while to get used to sort of stevia, erythritol, or xylitol and the less blood sugar impactful versions of your health food store or pop. Now, drink preferences, it's very personal. And usually people are pretty strong in their opinions about what they like to put in their drinking vessel. I've heard from many that they just can't drink water because it tastes like nothing. There has to be something in there. And then there are people like me who are, I'm a self-professed water snob, and I have as much preference about the kind of water and type of water, really, that I drink as a whiskey drinker does for their nightcap. There are smoothies that have purposes like refueling after a workout or those that are quick blend and and go breakfasts or snack. And there are coffees that offer various pumps of sugary flavors that can have you feeling great in no time, but then you crash. Then there's things like that Red Bull. Remember that craze, Chris? Red Bull and vodka or Red Bull and something that will give you wings? Was that what it was? I think it's just the Red Bull. The Red Bull and vodka gives you wings and courage. Wings, courage, (laughs) and and really hefty hangover. Yeah. yeah. Now, what if your cup of coffee could have less mold, less toxins and pesticides? Did you even know that that could also be in your coffee? Because every sip is giving you maybe a little more than you want. 
Or, of course, there's uh, your tea, which I mentioned off the top, which could have a nice healthy dose of myco or nano-sized plastics while having a teaspoon of adaptogenic powder. So you think, hang on a minute, what am I supposed to be putting in my mug to make it a superpower drink if I don't want plastic, mold, or toxins? Well, yeah, we're going to get into that in just a moment. Now, I'm all about experimenting with what's in my mug, and I've also been trying out, as well as a few different coffees, a bunch of different teas, some daily dark hot chocolate with added extras. I'm game to eight make any drink or meal that I consume more beneficial than the last. And if you want to know what my recipe is for my daily hot chocolate, I'm going to share that with you over on leannephillipson.com. Now, recently I, I received, not that I knew, really knew that I needed it, the most massive block, I believe it's about a kilogram of vanilla sea salt chocolate before the holidays from Giddy Yo. Now I'm an affiliate for them. When I give you a code, that does mean that um, that they share a bit of their profit with me. And that's why I'm getting a lot of these products to test out and therefore talk about them. But really the, my motivation comes from actually trying this stuff out and man, does it taste good? And I feel good. Now we've got some, I've got some cacao paste, which I'm not quite sure what to do with yet. I've had their blueberry powder, their maca. I've got a new camu camu powder and even some chaga chocolate that we did talk about in episode 113 when we had Bridget Longshore, the founder and CEO of Giddyo. And I thought, well, let's just bring her back on because I've got all this stuff. And if it's making me feel good, then let's see how it can make you feel good too. Now, Bridget has started a local company, which is always lovely to talk to, whose website is worth sitting down and navigating because it's just a worthy, uh, worthy website that's got all sorts of goodness on it, which should be in your cup. Now, you're in good company if you love chocolate and coffee, because Bridget actually says that chocolate is food. It's not just a treat. And she eats about half a kilo of her chocolate products every single week. Now, she spends her days making decisions to ensure that people get the goods that can help them cope with life, as in clean, simple, good, nutritionally dense food. Now, she does that by providing quality in her handcrafted dark chocolate, her adaptogenic powders like mushrooms, and also offers her next level coffee and a line of clean, organic superfoods. So welcome back to Eat This with Leanne Bridget. And I just like, let's just start off with like, what have you been up to since our last conversation? I've got some new, I've got some medium roast, I've got some dark roast, Mm -hmm. I've got some decaf clean coffee in my cupboards and, you know, bringing you on to talk about all these drinks and things like that, that we can do Mm -hmm. to create these clean beverages. Why don't you start off with, you know, something I know that you're really passionate about and that's this clean coffee. Well, one of the things I'm passionate about is not just clean coffee, but I like, I like clean. I like, and that's why I started the company. Some people say it's like, okay, you decide to get healthy, you make all these dietary changes. And then all of a sudden you realize that you become more sensitive to when you try to go back and, and eat things that you ate before you decided to get healthy. It's like, well, I'm healthy. Shouldn't I be able to tolerate this? And then you find that you actually don't tolerate it well Mm -hmm. because you become prior to getting clean, let's just say, um, it's almost like you were, you were so numb to it. Your body just kind of, it was normal. So one of my, my passions is, is like, wait a second. It's about prevention. So what can I do? Because you see, you see older people and you're like, oh, I don't believe that has to be that way. 
you know, there's gotta be right. There's, there's obviously ways. So my health and wellness journey started when I was 24. Thank you, Lord, that it did because I've been able to, you know, I've, I'm a triplet and I'm one of four girls. And I, and I see that my older, not my older, (laughs) or my sisters, what they struggle with. And I don't, I don't struggle. Like I'm on no medications. Um, I haven't had any, like there's, I'm so healthy. I have so much energy. People don't believe I'm 53 type thing. Like I, you know, I've maintained my 135 pounds. I still exercise. So there's a lot of benefits, but I've been living this life and I've made lifestyle choices. There is something to be said about living a clean life. And also, you know, my spirituality was very important. So one of the things I love to do is to let people know that, okay, two of the top like favorite foods and for people are, are yeah. coffee and chocolate. And that, now growing up, I, I drank no coffee. I didn't eat chocolate. I didn't get it. But then, you know, I started the, the, co- the chocolate business and I started to understand like, wow. You weren't into it and yet you started a, a, a chocolate business. Eventually, they all come over to the dark side. Welcome to the dark side, Bridget. You're welcome. Thank you. Well, you know what? Like, it's true. If you would have told me like, Bridget, someday you'll have a, you know, I kind of knew that I have a business, but like you have a chocolate business and you sell coffee. I'm like, you are obviously, you don't know me. You're insane. <laughs> when you take two of the most loved foods, coffee and chocolate, yeah. me having absolutely zero interest in any of them, all of a sudden I, I get on the, the chocolate and it was because my kids wanted it. Okay. And how this moves into the coffee thing is I, I found when, when I was eating different types of dark chocolate, is that I started to feel a certain way. It's like, why do I eat that? And I feel, got the energy, like the taste. I feel jittery. It's anxiety. And I didn't even know what anxiety was because I, but I'm like, what is that feeling? My heart is like, yeah. And it feels wrong. Like this isn't right. So me being the person that likes to ask a lot of questions, um, I started to do my digging and found out that, wait, great food, done well, and that's what we're going to talk about is like, how can we take the foods that we, we really love and, and everyone tells us we shouldn't eat this and I'm going to get fat or I shouldn't drink coffee. I'm like, well, well, let's look at this from a different perspective. Maybe you should or could, we just have to do it right. Yeah. So what are the things in, let's say, let's start with coffee. What's in coffee beans that can actually harm our health or give us that jittery feeling if you're saying that there's an alternative to not feeling that jitter. There's a couple things we have to rule out. Some people are very sensitive to caffeine. Sure. They just, they straight up are. So if you've identified yourself as someone who is not sensitive to caffeine, yes. um, if you're still feeling these jitters and it's maybe it's not always, you're like, why did I feel that way? Why did I feel? Okay. So, and once again, we have to recognize people have different levels of sensitivity. The bean itself, because once again, bean, uh, coffee is a, um, a fermented product that's grown in hot human environments. What is on this bean that I'm ingesting that's making me feel this? So oftentimes it can be mycotoxins. They're not microtoxins. They're called mycotoxins. Which is? Okay. So what mycotoxin is, it's actually a byproduct of the mold or the fungus that, that was growing on the bean. You can kill mold and fungus with like roasting, except the mycotoxins are not easily killed. So what happens is they basically frag you out your, your adrenal glands. And most of us already, we can agree that we're, our adrenal glands are kind of shot. From the level of stress. Yeah, definitely yeah. not enough sleep. The typical kind of Wi-Fi, you know, modern life of modern living. Life. Yep. Yep. Modern life, the environment, you, you, you're getting hit from all sides. So, yeah. okay. So now it's like, 
you've had your coffee and you're like, wow, I feel, feel jittery. So it's like, I'm going to propose that it's mycotoxins. Okay. Well, there's also, you know, um, it's a highly sprayed crop pesticides. Mm -hmm. Um, you've got the mold still. So the common, um, coffee mycotoxins are called aflatoxin and ochratoxin. And then we have pesticides, molds, um, and then there is a chemical that's produced when you roast the bean called acrylamide, acryl, I can't say that. Acrylamide. Acrylamide. I think you're right. Yeah. Acrylamide. I've heard that before. Yeah. Yep. And we can't avoid that, but, you know, depending on how long you roast the bean at the temperature, you can minimize it. Right. And right now we will be testing for acrylamide in our beans, but there's a lot of benefits to coffee that can negate like the negative. So, so what we're here to talk about is like, well, how can we take the thing that we love and maybe we don't want to get rid of? How can we make it healthy? So you want to find somebody that, that A, is aware that these type of things exist on coffee beans and what do they do about it? You don't have to have mycotoxins on your coffee beans. Okay. So wait a minute. I, I, I've got a a shot set of adrenal glands already because I'm tired and I'm overworked. And so I go to my coffee because I need that, that little bit of a lift, that little bit of a pick me up. And I find out now that it's my coffee that's actually making my adrenal glands worse and making me feel worse. It could it, it, at the beginning. Okay. So what happens with at the beginning, when you first drink your coffee, you have this kind of rush of actually, um, you'll feel alkalized. So you, some, and you can get, you, you get the high from the caffeine. You straight up do like yeah. if, anyone that drinks, like if you've ever tried to drink decaf coffee and coffee, you've got the taste, you've got the hot, you've got the warm, but you're like, where's the high? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you, high. you call it alkalized. I call it just a warm hug. It's so lovely. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's nice. Your warm hug, but then it, it, your body goes acidic. But yeah, Chris, now. Okay, so it's an acidic warm hug. So what? <laughs> it starts, it alkalizes, and then it becomes acidic. But that's, that's okay, because again, we don't, it doesn't have to be super bad. Right. So you have to be mindful. Is like, where are you at? Now, I find that um, I, do, I do well on coffee, but not seven days a week. It's really important that you know your body. What are your limits? And work with it. I kind of like the OLG is like, you know, don't they have a thing is like, find right. your limits and play within it. <laughs> yeah. The lottery, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we will, yeah. we, we will go ahead and drop the name Giddy Yo a million times in this podcast, but not <laughs> OLG. They don't need the time. Okay. They're not hurting for money. All right. So no, let's. Quite the opposite. <laughs> this is Eat This with Leanne. Today on Eat This with Leanne, let's talk about some cleaner drinks with a boost. Joining us today is Bridget Longshore, founder and CEO of Giddy Yo, and of course, Chris, my executive producer. So I know that you're talking about kind of like knowing your body and knowing yourself. And I think for someone to decipher, you know, what happens to your body um, when you drink coffee, if you get that jitter and you kind of just think, oh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a bit sensitive to coffee. In my mind, the only way to sort of test that out is to find a clean coffee. And I know that that is what's in my cupboard because um, Gideo have sent me some of some of these new coffees to try out. I didn't realize. Well, I did realize that I wasn't getting so jittery. Until. I then went and had a another coffee, like just from a coffee shop. Yeah, I totally agree. That's a, that's an excellent point because we do get so used to certain things in our lives, and and when they're gone, sometimes it's like it'll be weeks. And you're like, wait a second, 
Mm-hmm. I don't feel that way anymore. Or if someone brings it up, it's like, oh my goodness, I forgot. Sometimes yeah. it's very noticeable depending on how severe your symptoms are. But you're right, until you actually have something that where you're not getting those negative effects, mm-hmm. then you're like, wow. How is your coffee clean? I call it called it clean um, because I really wanted to identify. It's like, it's one of those words where like, wait, you don't often see clean next to coffee beans. So you're like, what what does that mean? It prompts people to like, want to learn more. What is a clean coffee bean? What? They're sturdy coffee beans. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) so what, um, when I decided that I wanted to carry coffee, which is like probably within the last three or four years, I'm like, okay, well, I want the best coffee. And once again, people throw that the best chocolate, the best coffee. How I define that, it's got to be a quality bean. So we use an Arabica bean. I, I want it to be organic, the certified organic. Okay. So then when I also, when I started doing the research, I found out, well, gosh, um, coffee beans are fermented. They can be fermented up to two to four months because it's a fruit with a seed on the inside, which is the coffee bean is the seed of the the, the cherry, the coffee cherry. Yeah. The fruit imparts certain flavors and acid and it changes the bean. So imagine in the hot human climates, you've got all the beans and they're, they're basically, I don't want to use the word rotting, but yeah, the fruit rots of. on the bean. Yeah. And you've got, you've got to turn it. There's a, there's obviously they know what they're doing. And so doing that, you have so much more opportunity for mold and fungus and things to grow. Now, mm. one of the great things is the coffee bean has a, has a chaff. It has a, a skin on it. You have the opportunity to, to remove a lot of the mold and fungus. But so when I learned, you know, learned this, I'm like, well, are there other options to process your coffee bean? And well, yes, there is. There's what, something called wet wash or water process, okay. which is anywhere between like 24 to 48 hour process. Now with the wash bean, you cannot pick non-ripe beans because if you pick a non-ripe bean and then wash it, which is a 48 hour process instead of like a two to four month process, mm-hmm. your beans aren't going to have any flavor. So that's another thing is that when you have a washed bean, you know, you're picking ripe coffee. So you have less time in order to, to have the mold or fungus grow. So then the beans need to be super dried. Uh, Otherwise, once again, in the travel time, you're going to have growth. But once again, coffee people, they know what they're doing because (laughs) if they're consistently putting out moldy beans, no one would buy them. So then number two is because I don't, I don't roast them myself. I work with my coffee guy who's a professional, knows how to properly roast them. He knows, I give him my specifications. I'm like, this is what I'm looking for. And he does the work. That's his world. He does coffee. Fabulous. And what he does is he actually air roasts. So there's two ways to roast your coffee bean. You have a drum roast, which is, um, which is a closed system. Mm-hmm. And then you have an air roaster, which is a more open system. And there's, um, now remember the, the coffee bean has on it a skins called chaff. Okay. When you air roast the bean, now remember if there's mold or fungus or, or contaminants, it's going to be on the skin of the bean. Right. When you drum roast it, closed system, you basically roast the skin onto the bean. And then you're also going to find with a, with a roasted bean, you're going to have a stronger flavor. Because a lot of people will drink our coffee and they're like, I have the effects of the caffeine, but it's not like a kick in the butt kind of like, okay, it's, it's mild. So it's because we air roast it. So when you air roast it, what happens is there's a suction that, that is occurring. So when the heat is applied, the bean will actually, the, the chaff will, will peel off. And then it, the suction pulls the chaff out and collects it in a bin. I make sure, um, that I test all my foods before I send them. And there's, I test everything for the, the typical microbials, E. coli, salmonella, 
the mold, yeast, fungus. So that's, that's basic. But with a coffee, I test for the two common coffee mycotoxins, which is the ochratoxin and the aflatoxin. We make sure we send it out to a university of Guelph lab and like the results are always zero. So that's what we do because the ochratoxin and the aflatoxin is what's going to give you like, when we've ruled out, you're not super sensitive to caffeine. That's going to give you the jitters. That's why I call it a clean coffee bean. It's certified organic. It's tested, tested, tested. It's air roasted. It's water washed. That just right there uh, cuts down on the amount that your body has to try and detoxify. So rather than, which you can't do with some drinks, you know, increasing your body's ability to, de- to detoxify, you're still enjoying your cup of coffee, but you're, mm-hmm. you're just not adding in those extras that your body needs to then yeah. deal with the liver the whole detoxification yep. process, stressing your antioxidants, your natural ones, and also the need yeah. for more. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I'll, <laughs> I'll say thank you on behalf of everyone at home who's going, oh yeah. my God, where do I get this stuff from? Yep. Gideo.com forward slash eat this. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. So also we can do things to make our coffee healthier. Now, I've definitely yes. been dabbling with this, actually dabbling with drinks other than coffee, because I'm not a huge mm-hmm. coffee drinker at all, like maybe one cup a day, probably a bit like you, where it's not something I need. Um, it's just something that I think, oh, you know, yes, I kind of have a, a, a like taste. I, I feel like that bitter sort of taste and flavor mm-hmm. going on. Chris, are you a have to have a cup of coffee every day kind of guy? Yeah, every morning. I make myself a pot of coffee and to make it healthier, I put in the cream and then liqueur and then I stir it with a carrot stick just to make it a little healthier. Right. Just to help. Uh, I I never thought to stir the carrot stick. Yeah. Wow. It's an organic carrot. I don't know. I, yeah, it has I, to be, I, otherwise I you're getting those pesticides on <laughs> there. Okay, so really let's nice. talk about different drinks or um, like adaptogen additives, polyphenols, nootropics. That's another mm-hmm. kind of word that's flying out about there that includes like cognitive enhancers or smart drugs, mm-hmm. those kind of things. So like I've made drinks that don't have coffee in it uh, with your chocolate, hot water, Then I add in some extra mushrooms and Mm -hmm. the other day I used your maca powder. So can we talk through some of those and the benefits that people can get from adding in, taking the time, getting out your one teaspoon measure to add this into your your cup and drink it to the bottom, kind of like it's a smoothie sort of thing. Well, actually a lot of the Mm -hmm. stuff go into your smoothie too. So absolutely. why don't you start with maca, let's, let's say, why would we bother adding that to a, to any kind of drink? Maca is a known adaptogen. Once again, adaptogens, which you've talked a lot about, you know, they fight off the emotional and the physical stress. Well, they, they've shown to help your body basically adapt and maintain homeostasis. Balance. I was saying, yeah. What can somebody define homeostasis for me? Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm saying. It's It's balance. It's, it's it's trying, it's your body trying to find a place where it feels balanced, where it's not overstressed from your day, overstressed yep. because you've just had a glass of mycotoxins Toxin or, coffee. you know, <laughs> or exactly like all of those things. Oh, so that's, when I'm sitting in my hot tub, I'm in homostasis. Yep. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. You, yeah, you, so it's basically like a level of homeostasis going on. So that's really what we're trying to accomplish here is like drink the coffee and feel like you're sitting in Chris's hot tub. 
<laughs> Maybe not Christmas hot tub. What? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Maybe that's a good advertising thing. It's like, hey, you're in, the yeah. you're in Christmas hot tub. Drink our coffee. <laughs> Who the hell is Chris? <laughs> I don't know. He's a white name on a black screen. He's, he's just this male voice that pops in. So, yeah, let's take the opportunity. Chris is, is my incredible executive producer. And... Mm co-host contributor let's call him too because <laughs> yeah. he's he's got all the things that you guys you know need to counter my mm-hmm. my uh my homeostasis type things and ask the questions mm-hmm. that i know are t- on the tip of your tongue anyway back to you Bridget. Yes. so one of the beautiful things about coffee clean coffee or um, coffee in general as well as uh dark chocolate is that it has vasodilating effects so when you eat these foods it actually opens your blood vessels what that means is like we can use coffee to actually be a delivery. Not only, well, first of all, coffee, not only does it have the polyphenols and the antioxidants, but it also can be a delivery mechanism for these medicinal mushrooms, the, the health benefits of medicinal mushrooms or adaptogenic mm-hmm. herbs or yeah. the nootropics, which again are like medicinal mushrooms. And so yeah. you're like, wait a second. Um, actually, even I, I take, you know, when I have my coffee, I'll do my my mineral supplements or whatever I'm taking at the time. So it's like, it can help expedite these important foods into your blood system, bloodstream. Yeah. So, but on the flip side of that, if you're going to your whatever coffee shop drive through or not drive through and you've got, yep. you know, you've got mycotoxins, you've got this, you've got, you know, refined, weight refined sugar, you've got some questionable dairy with, I don't even know if you look at the ingredients, has anyone looked at the ingredients on cream? It's cream and this and this and this and this. Right. And it's, yeah, nasty. It's not. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. So we've just now opened up our blood vessels to receive even extra the, stress the stuff that you don't want. I do like to um, play with the the coffee. It's like, what can I add to my coffee? Um, because I also like to do the um, the intermittent fasting coffee too. Is it's natural appetite suppressant ability, which is beautiful. So here I am in the morning. I've got some things I like to add to my coffee. Now, this does take time, so it's not like a grab-and-go, but once again, it's totally worth it. So, mm-hmm. you know, you want to add a little bit of a healthy fat, which I like. We've got the Rallis olive oil. We just They just um, harvested it in November, so we have an extra spicy hot. And then I also put the maca, right, for hormone balancing. Maca like, is also known for your libido. Anybody out there that yes. needs a little, um, a little oomph in, yep. the bed- yep. in the bedroom? So that's another mm-hmm. good one for maca. Yep. Men and women. It really, right? really is. Exactly. Men and women. Um, and once again, that comes down to hormones. If your hormones are out of balance, well, because maybe your, your, your cortisol levels are high because you're eating, drinking mycotoxin. So I'll use like the, um, uh, the, the Rallis olive oil, or I'll put some cacao butter or even some chocolate, like uh, cacao paste. And then I like to add our medicinal mushrooms. Like the, the, I won't do reishi and shaga. Oftentimes I, I tend to be more prone towards having the reishi. It's calming. It's more, it's, it's more yin, less yang. I find I don't need a lot of go, go, go. Cause I've, I've got enough of that. Yeah. So depending on what you need, I like lion's mane. That's one thing or cordyceps. Yeah. For energy, yeah. for brain. I find that it actually helps me, um, uh, like focus better. I like, I do like my tea black, but if I'm adding lots of stuff, I like to add some coconut milk and like Leanne, like you said, be very mindful people. 
again, knowing they're vasodilating, but like, um, of the oat milk, I found the same thing. It's like my, I do not feel well when I eat oats or overnight oats or oat milk. It's like my blood sugar is just, yeah. Oat milk is, you know, really is a pure carb milk. Um, so you've taken the oats, pure carbs, you've made, you've sort of basically extracted that, you know, that oatness out of it and, and the carbohydrates. So when you have your drink, then you can have a serious glucose spike. So what I have actually been putting in my drink, whether it is uh, the chocolate, your chocolate. So Mm -hmm. I know that I haven't got the mycotoxins in my chocolate as well, or the clean coffee. I add in the coconut whipping cream it's called oh it's so good and this stuff Mm -hmm. is it's almost like um it's almost like butter really that I'm putting in there so I know that that did not give me any kind of glucose spike but yet gave Mm -hmm. some creaminess to the drink so the purpose of this is if you are intermittent fasting and maybe let's say you're going till 11 a.m or 12 noon and Mm -hmm. you're not eating and yet you still feel like you you kind of need something uh, between the clean coffee and the mushrooms going in, um, and the maca and the and this fat, no mm-hmm. spike to my glucose level at all. And yet, I was, you know, by twelve noon, I was not like wanting to eat anything that's not nailed down. Mm-hmm. And it takes some time to get to that point. Don't expect that you're necessarily going to get there. But adding in mm-hmm. these, um, you know, the lion's mane, I do ch- I do more chaga in the morning and reishi towards the end of the day. I mm-hmm. find that that works more for me. The reishi, for some people who are having issues with sleep, can help. And, of course, the chocolate, well, you think, well, it depends on how sensitive you are, but it's it mag- does. magnesium rich. Yes. So that's mm-hmm. also fantastic. You can have it more in the middle of the day as well. Cordyceps, amazing yep. for that energy. Um, yeah, just so great. Uh, all of these things that you can put into your coffee or yep, your collagen. Chocolate. Yeah. That's pure yep. protein. It's like, I have a list. I mean, I know right. because this is the way I've lived for so long. It's like, right. it's my cupboard. I just grab, <clears throat> yep. but for people that are new to this, it can create like a list. It's like, just try a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. And just, just go, you know, like a uh, cinnamon is great. Cinnamon mm. or the vanilla powder, um, cacao butter and ginger powder. In the coffee, like you can just get really creative and just, you know, pull out the spices and just kind of go to town. But, you know, I think it's a it's very wise to be mindful of what type of milk alternative if you're not using, you know, cow's milk, the oat or, or even the other milk alternatives that are out there is like, look at the ingredient list. Joining us today is Bridget Longshore, founder and CEO of Giddyo, and of course, Chris, my executive producer. What if you're just yep. not really a coffee kind of don't love coffee kind of person and maybe hot chocolate so is, is your jam? So using your bars of chocolate even, how would you suggest that people make that into, into hot chocolate? Or the cacao. What's the big chunks of cacao that I've got that I'm not quite sure what to do with just yet? We have the the cacao paste, which are the chunks. That's the one. That's what I've got. Yep. And that's a meltable. It's basically 100% chocolate. Um, When you're making an elixir, you can just get your hot water. You can um, uh, grind. I was was, like shred. Great. That's the word. Thank you. You grate the cacao paste if you want. Or you could add cacao powder. The difference yeah. between cacao paste and powder is cacao paste is just is the ground c- cocoa beans, so it still has 
the 51% fat. Ah, so whereas that's the solid versus the powder. Yep, exactly. The powder is defatted. Um, it's basically the cocoa solids, but there's still about 14, 12 to 14% fat in c- cacao powder. You can put cacao powder in, you can add, I mean, cacao, maca. You can actually, if you're doing the shaga tea, because some people mm-hmm. do that, you can add that into your elixir. You can throw in, um, you know, a pinch of salt. You can make, oh gosh, there's so many different, you could uh, make mint tea, put a tea bag in there as well. And you can have yeah. like mint, Cho- peppermint, chocolate, mint tea, chocolate, mint tea or an elixir. Yeah. And because one of the great things about chocolate is it hides a lot of different flavors. A lot. Mm, yes. I also have your blueberry uh, powder as well, mm-hmm. um, which a blueberry chocolate uh, drink mm-hmm. would also be super tasty too. Use hot water with with melting down the, the cocoa paste if you're going to use yes. cocoa paste, but then kind of wait till it's not super duper duper hot if you're, when you're going to add the blueberry powder or even if you're going to try the Rallis olive oil. Because you know, heat and oil, heat and the fruit, it's just it's just better to like not have it super duper hot. Whereas cacao can handle um, the higher temperatures. So typically, what I've done is take chocolate, uh, whether it's from this huge bar that um, oh, yeah, that, I got one from you that I tried, the one kilogram mm-hmm. that is a lot, um, and then I put uh, just over an ounce of chocolate into my blender, mm-hmm. boil boil the kettle, pour my boiling water over, blend. Um, mm-hmm. I know that the mushrooms can handle that heat and sometimes they're actually more yes, activated by that. So the mushrooms they are. Go, go in there, yep. you know, by the time it's ready to kind of sip, then I, you can add in those extra ones. Now we've got another mm-hmm. product that, um, that I just realized that you have called Camu Camu. Now this yes. is a super, mm-hmm. super berry. Camu Camu, it's naturally high in vitamin C. So it's tart. It's a, it's a tart berry. Um, and, and again, you want to minimize the amount of heat. So you can add it to your coffee. Yeah, yeah. sorry. So your 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 hot chocolate drink. Yeah. I don't know if I would add it to my coffee. Um, I would more add it uh, to a smoothie. That let's just say because nice. one of my suggestions were if you don't like coffee, you don't want to drink coffee. You can actually super grind the um, coffee bean and add a teaspoon or two or more into your a smoothie. Really. So where the nutrition is found is generally the darker the food, the more nutrition, right? So that's why we're like dark leafy greens or the chlorella or spirulina or chocolate. That's why it's one of the reasons why it's so powerful. That's where you're finding the polyphenols. So by eating coffee beans, coffee, the ground coffee, you're actually, you're actually getting more of a nutritional hit. So I think the, the math is 30 to 40 actual coffee beans equal about the recommended dose if you go over that um you've kind of gone over the recommended dose for caffeine in a day so just just to get like in mind so if you want to try that and i actually that i can't take my my fiance we, I, I made the smoothies and he's really good in the kitchen so he's like he just decided to put some ground coffee in it and uh, i was like what's that taste i'm like he's like i have coffee and i'm like that's brilliant i like i never thought of that i just like you make your coffee right Right. Didn't even think. And it was actually a, a wild blueberry powder, spinach, you know, protein powder, and then the coffee. And there was a few more ingredients, but it was so good. I'm like, people need to know. It's great. So. Well, thank you. And that's how it happens. People try stuff out and then all of a sudden you realize, mm-hmm. wow, that's actually super tasty. And I felt great. So I yeah, love that. It's really, really good. 
So really yeah. any, anyone can drink these kinds of drinks. I know that you've also got the chaga tea. Now I haven't tried that mm-hmm. just yet, but I've got the chaga, um, uh, the liquid, uh, the tincture, that's the right word. The tincture. Um, yep. And mm-hmm. that de- definitely goes into a morning cup of tea very nicely mm-hmm. as well. So these are all Easy. just different ways, depending on what it is that you that you have. I've kind of, because I do intermittent fast, I don't really have so many smoothies anymore. So I've been trying to find other places to put um, mm-hmm. the, ad- the adaptogens, the nootropics and, and, mm-hmm. you know, just really lots of antioxidants. So even mm-hmm. into my kid boost, uh, or my skin boost powder in the morning as well, if I haven't nice. had the opportunity, then I'll add in powders, um, or tinctures into that tinctures typically are better going into heat just to yes, act- yes, act- activate those. Mm-hmm. And is there anything of, um, of your line of products that because last week we had Dr. Brockenshire on talking about metabolic flexibility. So mm-hmm. is there anything that you would recommend to help to support that as well? One of the great things about coffee we talked a little bit about earlier is, is that, and actually I just stumbled across some very good information, um, is that it's a natural appetite suppressant straight up. Like it's just, so is chocolate. But once again, coffee's different because there's like zero calories, you know, yeah. there's, Whereas if you have your chocolate in the morning, well, you're getting the fat, you're getting the calories. Right. Um, so I wanted to read this. There's, if let's just say that you want to use the different sources of what, like we've just energy. talked about glucose yeah. and energy, right? So I would say one of the things is, is, is we need to get away from eating constantly, right? You know, cause we're going through the night by the time we sleep, the time that we get up, you know, we've got that time for your body not to be eating and digesting. But, you know, there's a lot of positive um, science out there showing how it is good to do some intermittent fasting. You know, I know personally, I feel, I feel great when I, the longer I can go. Um, Mm -hmm. And the more you practice caloric restriction, because they, apparently that is the only diet proven to actually increase um, um, longevity and quality of life. And I know, especially after, um, personally, I'm speaking personally, I've realized it's like, wow, I really don't need much food. I was like, wait a second. Cause I went through this. Cause I've, I've always, I've always eaten a lot, but I would run for an hour and a half or two hours. And this is, you know, before I had, I would just, I would exercise a lot. And now a, I don't need as much exercise to maintain my body and I'm older. I have different needs. And I also found of course, with that reduction of what I need to eat, but I'm actually quite shocked at how little I need. So people, we don't, we don't know that we have so much access to food constantly. We really, we get used to what we've always eaten when we were younger and we continue on and no wonder people continually to gain weight year after year after year. It's like, well, why don't we just try? So try the, the reduction. And so coffee can help you because it'll, it's a natural appetite suppressant. But, and so I wanted to read this. So ingesting coffee has the ability to de- to induce autophagy, which while you're fasting, right? What's to say it? Autophagy is your body's cellular recycling system. It allows a cell to disassemble its junk parts and repurpose the salvageable bits and pieces into new usable cell parts. And the cell can discard that it doesn't need. So there's actually, um, I've come across this information, uh, Leanne, I'm going to share Just with you. Clean up group. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's let's, let's cellularly clean us clean up. Her up. Yeah. So it says in a study in which fasting mice were provided either caffeinated or decaffeinated coffee and drinking water, um, autophagy was observed in the liver, muscle, and heart just four hours after consumption. Because I've been started to, uh, my fiance and I are now doing every Wednesday we do a fast. 
So it's nice to know because it's like, okay, when I do this or, or extended water fast, am I cheating by having coffee? Because I actually, because we also, we have to function, right? We have to work and we have to be on our game. And, and you know yeah. what, if you're dealing with your blood sugar and trying to get it in balance and you're so used to this way. Fit into your life to keep on going. If it's, yeah. that's not, that's not an easy thing to do for a lot of people, or even just to kind of get into that thinking I can fast and I can continue yep. my day. I can deal with the kids. Mm-hmm. I can get dinner on the table. I can do, you know, kind of care for my family or just myself um, during that time. So yeah, that's really exactly. cool. Yeah. Well, so it's nice to know that actually I, I don't need to feel guilty. No, once again, balance, 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 yeah. you know, don't have 50 cups of coffee and then you can't go to sleep and then, like you've ruined the whole thing. But, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's nice to know the more studies again, clean coffee, be mindful. What are you putting in your coffee? What do you, uh, and so. That's so great. Thank you for sharing your, your expertise. And of course, the fact that, you know, you are putting so much effort into offering clean products and if anybody wants to check out uh, Gideo's products you can head over to gideo.com forward slash eat this use that or and or use the promo code uh, eat this and there's a space in between eat and this just so people know I've had a couple of emails saying that doesn't work so it's eat eat space this and then that will definitely give you 15% off and otherwise all these links will be in the show notes on leannephillipson.com and you can check them all out for yourself Thank you so much, Bridget, for being along again. And as I said off the top, you can hear Bridget in our discussion about adaptogens back on episode uh, 113. If you want to hear a little bit more about the Gideo products and what is on offer and what they can do for you. Thanks so much for being along today, Bridget. Oh, thank you so much, Chris, as well. Yeah, so giddyo.com forward slash eat this, or I'll be serving up a fine selection of Gideo in my hot tub. So if you feel anybody wants to drop on by... Feel free. Where do you live, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be in constant homeostasis this weekend. That I know. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So who's headed off to their kitchen to improve your next drink? Chris, what on earth are you going to put in that next, uh, you know, next cup of coffee? That's too many choices. I'm going to have to sit back and listen to this podcast again. Because yep. there was a lot in there, a lot of names, yep. a lot of ideas, a lot of options yep. when it comes to coffee, when it comes to tea, when it comes to smoothie. So there's a, there's a lot there. So I'm going to have to sit yep. down with a pen and a piece of paper and and kind of write a few of these things down. It, it all sounds interesting and somewhat appetizing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, even you've for got somebody to try like, them out. Yeah, even for somebody like yeah. me, and I'm an avid coffee guy, so I, I I'm not big on fancy coffees but i don't no. really consider this that this is a whole other thing right yeah. this is all about your health this is all about you know uh, making yourself better and weaving that into just your regular daily life and that includes for me coffee so that i, I it's something exactly. i'll look into for sure and i'm not sure if we've talked about the quantity that goes in now, if you've got some mushroom powders, we have talked a lot about mushrooms, episode 131, 132, and then with Sky from uh, from Real Mushrooms, that was episode 141, I believe, or 142. Now, uh, I've got a lot of their powders and capsules, and it's only a teaspoon, Chris, that you're going to mm-hmm. dabble with in terms of adding to your cup of coffee. 
Now, I do love Reishi because it gives you a depth into it, whether you're using Gideo's uh, tincture or you're using uh, a powder or you're opening a capsule into your drink. So it's only a teaspoon. It's not a lot that you're that you're dressing this up with. And because I've dabbled with adding chocolate and then just a small amount of coffee into a drink, then the more chocolate that you put in, the more chocolatey it gets. And I'm I, I like just enough chocolate. So it's about an ounce at 1.2 ounces that I've been putting into my full mug, as well as one teaspoon of any of the adaptogens that I've added in, whether it is the blueberry that we talked about, maybe it is the chaga powder, maybe it is reishi powder, the cordyceps, I've definitely been adding that in because that that really gives me a nice boost of energy throughout the day. That's typically used. Athletes use that a lot, which is great. And just so that my brain keeps up with the day, lion's mane is tremendous in there. Now, back to the chocolate edition, if that's what you want to do instead of the coffee. Now, cacao, I saw this on Gideo's website, just confirming what I've experienced lately, that cacao can be a, a natural mood booster, a natural energy enhancer, can be an aphrodisiac, and a natural natural appetite suppressant. I know Bridget had mentioned coffee can be a natural appetite suppressant. If you're needing that right now, you don't necessarily have to, you know, eating food is good. I'm not saying swap this out for all of those kind of things, but also know that if you're having more chocolate than you used to have thinking that, oh no, I can't eat that much chocolate. This, this dark chocolate situation is a whole other class that we're talking about. And I found some great recipes that I'm going to try out for some caffeine free, uh, what they call mushroom coffee drinks. And even though it has the word coffee in there, I think it's just because it's a more dense type of drink that they suggest that you have actually before you go to bed that can help improve your sleep. They also talk about a cold brew coffee and then warning what Bridget said in making sure that you're not you're not uh, brewing it for too, too long because otherwise the caffeine is going to go through the roof and try those out. Now, all of these links and recipes are over on leannephillipson.com. And if you want to try out any of the real mushroom products, then I do have a code for that as well, which gets you 20% off realmushrooms.com forward slash eat this. So really, really great and inspiring drinks that you can make sure that you're having throughout the day. Like the possibilities are endless. And whether, like I said, you're doing dry January, you're interested in anything other than than some sort of alcoholic drink, you're sober curious, or you just want to make sure that every cupful or almost every cupful that you're having has a lot more nutrient quantities in it, then I really, really think that this is this. All right. So thanks so much for everyone, as usual, being along. If you've got any ideas for us or any recipes to share that you've been making for yourself, maybe you've got some hormone balancing maca going on in yours, some ashwagandha, which is absolutely incredible as well for for stress and calming. You know, if you're like, well, yeah, I'm going to totally do this and add all this in and you're all about heck yes. Well, let's just have let's have what it is that you're uh, that you're into. Share on social media on Leanne. Philipson and Sprout Right handles or through the website, leannephillipson.com or sproutright.com. And as always, there's a lot of information over on leannephillipson.com where I put all of this information that I talk about in every single episode. 
So thanks so much for being along. Can't wait to hear what you do with this. I look forward to seeing and speaking with you next week. Please remember, as always, to eat this one mouthful at a time.